Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast about creatives and entrepreneurs and how they show up in their real lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, health coach, and mama, and I'm also the founder of Poppy. It's an online co-work space, and you can find more information in today's show notes, and you can also find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. Today's guest, I, I'm bursting because I adore you, Adriana. I just adore you, and we met on Instagram many moons ago, and we, I don't know, it was like like as soon as I went into your account, it's like, where have you been all my life? Like <laughs> this is, and this is the magic of social media. It's like, once we go beyond the squares, we realize that we are destined to meet. It's really, really cool. But I would love for you to introduce yourself and how you serve the world because you do so many incredible things. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Carla, thank you. I like can't stop smiling. Like my my cheeks are hurting a little bit. So grateful that you have me in your space, that you have me in your podcast. And my name's Adriana, Adriana Naomi. I'm a Brooklyn-based yoga and meditation teacher. Um, I teach online classes, private classes, both online and in person. I have a community little book club and journaling club that we meet every other Thursday called Ananda Shala Healing. Um, I'm doing a workshop on anatomy and sequencing. I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm also doing my 500-hour yoga teacher training and applying for grad school. So it's, it's been, I think this pandemic time has just been like a rebirth of or an actual birthing of all the things that I wanted to do in my life. Um, and I'm just really happy, really, really happy to be here with you. Oh, it's just, it's so incredible to watch your journey unfold. Like literally, like I get to witness the flower and literally it opening up. It's like, it's the coolest thing to be able to witness that. Thank you. The blooming sunflower. She's trying. <laughs> In the Brooklyn sidewalk. <laughs> yes, in the snowy Brooklyn sidewalk. Oh my goodness. What was your last meal? I know it might be eggs because you love eggs. I adore eggs. And actually today it was my boyfriend that had the eggs and I didn't have breakfast. I skipped breakfast and I've only just had rainbow baby carrots with hummus. That was like my late breakfast lunch snack situation it's it's I had tea in the morning and I just haven't felt super hungry and I try to listen mostly to what is like my body is craving and there are days where I just don't it's not intermittent fasting kind of is but not really like I'm not doing it on purpose but some days my body doesn't want to eat too early and I tend to just snack on something healthy something light and these rainbow baby carrots, the organic ones from Whole Foods 365, they're delicious. With a little bit of hummus, that was it. That's amazing. I love it. And I love that you listen to your body because it just, it goes into yoga and it goes into yeah. what you teach anyways. And basically hearing that voice and like, all right, this is what I want today. Yeah. And it ebbs and flows. Some days like I wake up and it's like, I want to have the full sunny side up eggs with bacon and toast and half an avocado and like the whole nine yards. 
And some days like today, my body is like, no, we, we can eat a little later. You still have some energy from last night, from yesterday. Let's use that. Let's nourish with something light and we can keep on going. That's amazing. That's amazing. What is a typical, and I know that there, I mean, we're in a pandemic and all the things, but what does a typical day look like for you? What does it look like to be in your world? I love that question. Every day is so different. Um, I'm trying to structure my life a little bit more now that I'm doing, because I have, I have my weekly online yoga classes and I'm also have my private yoga students. So structuring what I have to do around that and a typical day, let's say that I wake up in the morning, I have my skincare routine and I just dedicate like half hour to myself in the bathroom, just washing my my face, (laughs) taking care of my, my personal hygiene. And then I take another half hour to sit down with my planner. This is how I'm creating more structure. This Evo planner has just changed my life. And just help me to to look at the nuances of, of my to-do list in a very organized way that I hadn't done before. And then after that, I would typically set up to do one to two private classes. I would take a class myself. I need to move my body, whether it's 15 to 45 minutes. If I have time for an hour or an hour and a half class, that's fantastic. But just something where I can move my body. Um, I typically go out also for a walk with my dog and then just come back, sit down, work on either my workshop content, class content, answering emails from my students, connecting, expanding on what I'm doing, creating content for the community that I have every Thursday for Ananda Shala. And it's just sitting here, creating, 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 and then taking a pause to teach my evening classes call it a day after I have dinner around seven or eight, watch TV with my boo, go to sleep, wake up the next day, six to 7 a.m. And and that's how it goes. I love that. I love that. And what's that? We're going to have to put the link to this planner because I'm interested. Ah, I love it so much. Okay, cool. You You'll take a personality right? test and it tells you like, it's like a brain type test, not a personality test. So it tells you your brain type. And according to your brain type, it suggests you um, a specific planner that you should be using to organize yourself. And so far, it, it's it's nailed it. <laughs> this is really exciting. I can't wait to take this test. Love. Can't this wait to so hear fun. what brain type you are. I'm an alchemist. So just keep that in mind when you take the test and let me know I'm which one you are. Right I'm putting yes. it in my notes right now. I'm writing it down. <laughs> awesome. Love to ask you and this is the name of the podcast show up fully and I feel like we're asked to do this in business and relationships and even movement like people will say show up but what does that mean and I would love to know what it means in your life maybe for your business or for your clients or for you personally how do you show up I think if you were to ask me this question a year ago, I would have talked to you about meeting deadlines, doing what I say that I'm going to do. You're asking me this today, and how do I show up? I show up by taking care of myself first so that I can actually show up. If I don't, it, it, the act of showing up starts with me. 
taking time for myself, care for myself, resting, eating what I need to eat, staying hydrated. Um, that morning skincare routine breaks throughout the day, even if I have a jam-packed day where I'm teaching a couple of privates, public classes, taking class for myself, like also taking time to process and digest my emotions, my feelings, what's going on in my environment. And from there on, this act of staying organized that I've been really honing into starting beginning of the year has allowed me to create flexibility around the structure that I have while being an entrepreneur and flexibility in the sense that even if you have a day perfectly planned, there will be things that will happen and will come up that are totally out of your control. And you need to work around your schedule, work around your commitments to be able to pay attention to them. That's one part. While at the same time, making sure that you are okay, that your cup is full, that you're replenished, that you have what it takes, the amount of rest, hydration, food, energy to show up for the planned events in your life and the unplanned events in your life. And it all starts here with you. This is so beautiful. This is really, it's incredible to see your evolution because as your friend, I can see the evolution uh, of you and to hear you speak. I just want to point that out that it's incredible to see the shift in this focus towards self. You know, you've always had this. But I, it's almost like this profound sense of calm when you're speaking about it right now. Thank you. It's so much more major now. I think um, the global pandemic, the social unrest that we experience and are still experiencing all of that, it really opened my eyes to what it is that I want to do in this lifetime. But in order to do that, I need to care for myself because no one else is going to do that for me. <laughs> no one else is going to prioritize that for me. And if I don't do it and, and, and showing up from a place of scarcity or showing up all flustered and, and worried and, and really not, not nourished, not well taken care of that you can still show up like definitely you can, but that you're going to show up as your, fullest, most amplified self, giving it your 500,000%, it's not going to happen. This is so true. And this is so true that sometimes we're coming from a place, and personally, I can speak about this. You know, I was looking, I actually was reflecting back on some notes that I had from Instagram posts. And I was like, whoa, 2019. I was a complete, empty, hot, hot mess, but still showing up 5,000%. Mm -hmm. And I think that at least what I've seen through this pandemic is that we are shifting that idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful for that. There has been a lot of loss, um, a lot of hurt, suffering, grieving, grieving of what was um, and accepting what is right now, I like I stop saying new reality, and this is the reality. Like what is is what is. Um, and through all of these these shifts and transformations, I think 
or I would like to believe that more and more humans are are valuing, treasuring life because it is so it's so fragile and 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 cherishing the time that they have to slow down, to pause, to be at home, to connect, not taking advantage of the opportunity to connect with loved ones, with friends, paying more attention to those intangible, quintessential aspects of life, of relationships, of self-care, of of your life, like how do you protect yourself, your livelihood, your family, your future versus I have to do this and I have to achieve that and I have to cross five things off of my to-do list and I've only slept two hours and had three coffees and have not had a meal. So I'm, I'm glad you're on that same boat too. It's It's really important. It's so important. Can I ask you, because I know that you have a personal practice with your, with yoga yourself and that you do take classes. And I don't know if you still do this, but I want to ask, do you still do your legs up the wall? Yes. Oh my goodness. It's, it's crucial quintessential (laughs) in my restorative yoga classes and moments when I'm feeling hide and like the anxiety is becoming like that volcano about to erupt. I grab my rose quartz, put it on my left hand. Left hand is connected to your heart. And I put my buttocks connected to the wall, (laughs) send my legs up, close my eyes and just breathe. Just breathe. And that's it. That's it. Just allow myself however much time I need to stay there. I actually did it earlier today. I was looking at my to-do list from here to Saturday and felt a little overwhelmed. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to go lay on the ground and, and actually tether myself down from being over here. So airy, we're in Aquarius season. So there's a lot of airiness happening right now. So how can I pull myself ground? How can I come back here? to earth and be like, okay, I know I have to do all these things, but one step at a time. So beautiful. So beautiful. I'm going to ask you, what do you do? And this is so important for me to ask, what do you do when you don't want to show up? Ah, the way when I don't want to show up, what the way that it manifests is resistance. And it's, intense resistance. I, I, I find whatever distraction, whatever excuse, whatever thing in front of me, around me to procrastinate. It can be scrolling through social media. It can be like, oh, I'm going to take a moment and watch something on Netflix. And then three hours later, I'm still watching something on Netflix. Um, you name it, I find the distraction. And those are not red flags. They're just big flags. Let's call them a big flag because a red flag is like a bad thing, but it's like a flag letting me know you're avoiding something that's important. You're avoiding something that you should actually be doing. And why I typically tend to avoid and give into resistance and procrastination, it's because that thing, that project, that task is so important to me that I know that I need to sit down pay time, attention, dedicate the care that it needs, same way that I take care of myself. Um, and I need to do that. And sometimes that scares me because I, I, I care a lot about everything that I do. I, I pour my heart out 
into each class that I teach, workshop that I create, interaction that I have, individual conversation with my students, with myself, with my family, with my partner. Um, And a lot of times these tasks, I know what I want to do with them. And it can be a little bit overwhelming. Like I have a lot of work to do because I'm going to give it my all. And this feels a little exhausting. And actually, it's 10 times easier to go sit down on my couch and scroll through Instagram. So I do give myself the time to procrastinate a little bit. And I set timers. It's like, all right, I want to scroll through Instagram. I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes. Do that. And then I'm going to commit to put my phone away in the other room, sit down, do what I need to do. If throughout I feel like I need another break, okay, let's not do Instagram again because I already did that and I don't want to fall through that rabbit hole. Let's take a little TV break or let's go for a walk or let's play with the dog for a bit. And I set little timers so that I satisfy that craving to do a little bit of procrastination, but then I come back to do the work. And sometimes I hit snooze. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It's easy to hit snooze, but when I'm finding myself hitting snooze again, I'm like, I'm, this is it. This is resistance. And I'm going to look at it in the face and be like, okay, there's going to be time later on to, to do more of these fun, trivial <laughs> things. But right now I need to do the work. And it's hard. It's a hard conversation with myself. It's a conversation where I really need to be honest. And sometimes I even need to ask, wait, what am I afraid of? What am I scared of? What, what is stopping me from sitting down? and doing the work. I love this. I think those are important questions too to ask. Like maybe these are journal prompts that I need to put (laughs) in this podcast episode. Actually, you are amazing with your journal prompts. Like the ones on Instagram, they are incredible. Um, I will put all of your information in today's show notes, but I feel like... And I don't know if these are on your blog. Are they on your blog? Do you have a blog? No, I had a blog. I I, I X'd it out. I will eventually have a new one because right now my website is all focused on on my yoga teaching. Got it. But your journal prompts, I will tell you this. And you do have a specific way. I like I can remember this. You have a specific way that you journal. Can you tell us about that? I just I sit and I allow myself to write. I, I time myself to timers are my favorite thing. <laughs> it's like that time blocking for yourself. I sit down and depending on how much time I have, I set my timer, whether five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, I think max that I've done has been 20. Um, and I just free write and whatever it is that I'm thinking that I'm feeling, even if it doesn't make sense, sometimes I doodle. I draw things and I just allow myself to freely express what I'm experiencing in the moment. Um, Thoughts, noting thoughts, sensations, ideas that come up. And something new that I've been trying, um, I have the Wild Unknown Tarot deck. And I haven't been doing it as often, but when I feel the hit of inspiration, I'll pick a card, just ask a question, pick a card. And I'll look at the card before looking at the card's definition in the little book that it comes with. And I journal on what the card looks like. And then I read about the card and inform myself what's the meaning of the card. And I journal on that related to my day-to-day life. I have been doing that a little more sporadically. But when I need 
like a moment of inspiration or I'm questioning, how do I go about this? Let's see what, what my wild unknown deck has to say. So that's another way, great way to journal. That's such a beautiful practice. I've been reading cards for over 20 years maybe longer. Oh my goodness. So old. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> now <I'll> stop. <laughs> but I'm, this is such a genius way to take in the information that the cards have to give you. That's amazing. I'm going to do that the next time I read my cards and someone just gives me a, a new deck. I'm going to try this. This is so yes. cool. Ah, oh, yes. You got to let me know how it goes. I definitely will. I feel like you have one or two gems to tell us before we wrap up this podcast. I would love to know. I would love to ask you because I know that activism is part of your practice, part of your Instagram feed. I would love to know your relationship with that. If you wouldn't mind explaining. Yeah. No, not at all. I am a bisexual Puerto Rican woman. And I'm very open about this. And it has been one of the main um, topics that I've discussed in my essays for my grad school, master's in social work, grad school applications. And it's been just something that I think in the past, I would be more vocal in terms of taking action and taking action by donating to organizations who are seeking for equal rights and opportunities for minorities in America. Um, any organization which benefits Puerto Rico, I, I did a huge drive, a huge activation in 2017 when Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico. That's where, where I'm from, where I was born and raised. And I collected non-perishables and in so many products that I was able to ship and send, I sent about 15 boxes. So, but it's been, it's been acts that I, I mostly kept to myself and I didn't really see the benefit of, of sharing them or I, I found it to a point that it was like gloating about what you were doing in terms of like service and contributions. But with this whole awakening that we've had in terms of the social unrest in the United States and everything that has happened, Black Lives Matter, uh, starting with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and everything that has unfolded since then, I've found it so important that we do use our voices. And it is not an act of gloating. It is an act of creating awareness. It is an act of sharing with and to others what do you stand for? What do you believe in bringing in more clarity? I think there's a lot of, I've been having a lot of questions about what is intent versus impact. And in my community discussing, and, and this is something that might seem a little kind of like whatever, not like whatever, but something simple. But for me, it's pretty huge. It's, it's how humans tend to justify comments that they do that might be offensive, that might border on being racist, oppressive. Um, and then the answer to it is, well, that was not my intention, or I didn't mean it in that way. 
and, and, and as if that justifies what they were saying. And they fail to recognize the impact that this has on, 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 on someone else, that it could have on someone else. So utilizing my platform now, definitely, I, I still instruct um, on yoga. And I talk a lot about yoga philosophy and the practicality of yoga philosophy to our day-to-day lives. How can we apply it to everything that we're living? But most importantly, creating awareness around how can we just be more decent people? How can we voice what we truly care about as part of our society, create awareness around it, and and, and utilize our voices to do good? And, and not just... It's, it's not a competition of who is the one who has donated the most money <laughs> at all, but it's, it's daring to speak up, daring to create and give shape to platforms of people that haven't necessarily gotten the opportunity to be heard. So that's why I started doing donation classes to support NAACP, the Loveland Foundation, and just speaking up more in my social media and not being scared of how many followers I would lose or what would people think. Just speaking, I was began speaking my truth in a very authentic way, at least to myself and how I communicate with others. And hopefully I, I am able to inspire, inspire some and, and some who don't disagree. You know, good riddance. <laughs> you don't have to stick around for this content, but at least. I feel like I'm doing my part and I can go to bed at night with a clear conscience that I'm not keeping these thoughts to myself and I am highlighting and, and talking more about those people who have been oppressed, my people, my, my, my Latinos, you know, and, and our black brothers and sisters. And now I've been reading a lot about these violent attacks towards elder Asians in San Francisco, and it, it just keeps going and going and going. So it, it, it gets to a point where you have to decide, are you going to stay there? Are you just going to sit around in your privilege? Or are you going to do something about it? Because just because it doesn't affect you directly, because you don't have to go through those experiences daily or worry about those things daily because of the color of your skin or how you look like, you know, doesn't mean that you you shouldn't you shouldn't care. We're all humans. We come from the same substance, the same energetic matter, the same place. We're all born in the same way. Like, um, and I, I love to to lean more into our similarities and our differences because at the end of the day, there's more that that unites us, that glues us together. Only if we were able to allow ourselves to see that. I think that was a really long rant, but. <laughs> I knew you had gems. That was incredible. That was so incredible. And I loved going deeper with you into your why. Because that's what it is. It's your why. So beautiful to witness it. That's it. Thank you. I think the last I had I had a conversation about this and and somebody mentioned how they didn't notice my Puerto Rican accent. And again, intention. 
they meant it in the best ways. Like, oh my God, you were born and raised in Puerto Rico, but I can't hear an accent. Like you speak English so well. But the impact to me, it's as if I need to have an accent to prove my Puerto Ricanness, as if I need to speak in a certain way to prove my identity, where I'm from, where I came from, you know? Um, and I, and and just having this impact versus intent conversation has been very eye-opening, not just for myself, but a lot of people that I've been interacting with who don't really or doesn't come naturally to them to gauge the impact that their words, expressions, actions may have on others. Like, we need a deep breath. (laughs) (laughs) Deep breath. Maybe a margarita. (laughs) My goodness. I want to ask you how we can work with you, how we can find you, how we can support you, all of those things. And I know that Instagram is at least uh, that's what I think. Instagram is your main hub. Um, And I need to join you for a yoga class sooner than later. You do. You need to come back to our restorative nights. I love those are magical. Those are beautiful. Um, let's be friends. You can find me on Instagram at Adriana Naomi. Uh, you can visit my website where I have all the juicy information about what I do as a yoga teacher, uh, adrianaomi.com. I do have a Facebook page, but I mostly share what you can find already on Instagram. My, my main social media platform is IG. I think I'm starting to delve and explore the TikTok world. <laughs> it's so interesting. I feel a little <laughs> a little like a grandma with TikTok, but I'm always I'm always excited to try out new things and connect with new people and and welcome new mindsets and points of views into my life. So, I'd love I'd love to connect. If you're listening, reach out, say hello. Let's let's be friends. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being with me, for sharing with us. I am just so, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you for creating the space in which we can show up fully for your community, for your audience, and just open our hearts. It's it's very beautiful how you create such a safe space for us to openly express ourselves. And I'm I'm humbled and grateful to be here. Thank you. And if anybody is listening to this, I will put all of the information in today's show notes, including the journal, because everybody knows, like, I want to know what my brain type is already now. Um, And if you are listening on iTunes, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast, because that's how we spread this message. And you can also take a screenshot, put this in your stories, tag the two of us, because that's also how you share this message. And this is a way that you can help and support us. And it costs you nothing. So I'm sending you and yours love. Adriana, thank you so much. Bye, everybody.